I'll start it off. Yep. I'm very excited. Playoff basketball is here, guys. It's here. It's now. I've never been more excited about basketball. It's my favorite time of the year, Josh. Yep. This yep. is the best time of the NBA season. going on everybody i'm drew I'm Josh. and this is free time extended and we are back from all-star break ready to bring content for you guys sure. yeah so we're going uh live today uh it's kind of i think what we might be doing going forward with weekly round that'd be pretty sick in my opinion uh get a little get you guys more involved as well as um you know just as it's a live show nba show it'll be dope yeah, yeah it's gonna be fun uh obviously season resumed on thursday uh we had some stuff to get done on the weekend so uh we're back here today on a Tuesday so yeah it was a nice nice deserving break for us and uh I'm excited to get the uh last what quarter of the NBA season about 20 games left yep pretty crazy all right so uh every week we got stat lines of the week to start off our show uh this is just the best and most impressive uh stat lines from last week in the NBA and we just talk about it and go over them so yeah. for, first of all of course uh, another historic night Damian Lillard crazy 71 points 13 threes. Can't wait for that record to be broken. Surprised he didn't break it. Uh, yeah, Clay is a uh, clinching man. 13 threes. Clay had 12 threes if he could break it by himself. Yeah. Uh, Damian Lillard had 41 points at halftime this game. He went 22 for 38 from the field in a win against the Rockets. And I heard that this is like the third or fourth uh, really good game, like 50 plus game against the Rockets this year. Uh, everyone's been lighting up the Rockets. Their defense is straight garbage. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's pretty interesting to kind of see. You know what's going on in Houston? I've seen uh, the clip of Steven Silas obviously losing his damn mind because I'm no I'm shocked plays. he's still there. It's not his fault, dude. He's he's literally making his guys do everything they need to. They just don't care. Yeah, none of them care about basketball. None of them really know how to play basketball, truthfully. Yeah. Um. So yeah, lack of defense is hilarious. Yeah. Anyways, this is about Damian Lillard right now. Historic performance. He is now has five 50, 60 plus point games in his career, tied for third all time. Uh, he tied with my. I was about to say Michael Jackson. Uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, with five, Kobe has six, and Wilt has 32. Another untouchable record, most likely. Uh, I'm sure someone can touch it, uh, like, but you just have to play a long time. Yeah, definitely going to be a long time. LeBron hasn't been close, but I guess he, he doesn't really go like crazy in the regular season that much. Yeah, LeBron hasn't even I'm, had I'm sure if you a 70. His, I'm sure if you, yeah, but. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> tough to do. I think his career has only like 62, so. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, this is also the second time, actually, sorry. First time in NBA history where there's two 70-point games in one season. I'm sure of it, uh, yeah. Him and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Which is crazy to think. Uh, yeah. Donovan Mitchell made a funny comment that his mom called him and was like, you have to go get 72. 72, now. yeah, yeah. Oh, that was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> Whenever, yeah. if they play the Rockets again, who knows? That's the team to do it. Cavs versus Rockets, check that out. Donovan Mitchell going for 72, confirmed. I would I would do it. Do it. <laughs> uh, quick other stat, uh, facts about this uh, historic performance for Damian Lillard. Uh, this is his second 60-point plus game of the season. Uh, he's now averaging 32, which is tied or th- third in NBA, not tied, sorry. And he's shooting 38% averaging 39 in his last 20. That's some Kobe stuff right there. Yeah, bro. You know that you know that Kobe like figure yeah. there where he has like 50 like three times, 40 like Well, he had that yeah, Kobe had the stretch and I think it almost it was 2007 or something where he just went like 50 in like every game in a week. Like, yeah. He just went off. Yeah. And, he, and then two weeks, because then uh, it was the game that season. Uh, he went eighty-one against the Raptors, mm-hmm. and he had sixty-three against the Mavs. And he also like that the same week, right? 
It was the the week before, and then yeah. they were pretty much like reporters were asking like, "Why don't you go for Wilt?" And he's just like, "No, I'll do it another time." And then went and scored eighty one a week later. <laughs> there you so, go. Yeah, savage. Yeah, it's crazy. And then uh, I, this is just like the discussion I want to have with you about this topic. Do you think Lillard can potentially be All NBA first team? Yeah, I don't think there's any point guard in the league that's playing at the level. I think he's like undisputedly, I guess Luca, but the best point guard in the league right now. Probably. I don't think like Curry when healthy, like it's debatable. But I think this season Curry wasn't doing this though. Uh, when he was playing, he was still averaging like twenty nine and like yeah, he had a bunch of really we were good games. crazy. Uh, the thing about Lillard is like he needs to will his team to a playoff spot because obviously he feels like there's a lot of pressure on him specifically because you know he's doubling down on I'm staying in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually made a good comment about this on like the grass isn't always green on the other side. He made about Westbrook, right? Yeah, Westbrook, yeah. and you know he wanted to get out to go for a championship, and then he got traded four times in four years. So you never know what's gonna happen, but. For sure. Yeah. It's one thing that's interesting about this game. I think someone's going to break that 100 point game. At least in maybe the next like we two, like, three years. Luca, Luca had 60 this year. Uh, Lillard, 70. Donovan Mitchell, 70. Bunch of 60s. 40 seemed like nothing at this yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. 40, 40 seemed 40 like nothing. 40 is just another day. Yeah. So eventually someone's going to be touching the 100 point game. And it's just a matter of when does the team want to be absolutely savage in a blowout win? Just to be like, we're going to. We're keeping you out there. Yeah, we're going to keep yeah. uh, go for the record. So Lillard's uh, main competition for the first team would be Curry. Miss a lot of time. Lillard has also missed time. Uh, Shea, Kyrie, Luka, and Jaws, who I put there for his main competition at the point guard spot. And unless it's Luka, I'm, I'm, they'll probably put Luka and Lillard. Um, yeah, and I need to spots. look at a graphic about everyone. But Two guard spots. Yeah. I think like it's just tough because obviously Portland have been really bad this year, but it's like no knock to Dame. Like Dame's yeah. been unbelievable. I think, like, outside of Curry and Luka, I don't think there's any other point guard in the league that you take over Dame. No, me in neither. In my opinion. I yeah. think he's, he's been a solid top three guard for majority of his career. Uh, like, for a while, he was top five, obviously. But I think now he's kind of solidified as, like, number three. And for a while, he was not number three. So, he was definitely number two um, after Curry. So, I think Absolutely. he's kind of sitting there at three. I think Luka's kind of taken over him in that two spot. But, yeah, maybe one. It depends on how you look at it. But Yeah, man, get Lillard some help or get him out of there. Yeah. Uh, on to the next one, Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox in a crazy, crazy game. I watched this game. I want to go to bed. It was 2 a.m. It was crazy. Double OT win versus the Clippers. Uh, Monk went 15 of 24 from the field. They, he had about 45 in a career high off the bench. And Fox went 17 of 27. And he had, I believe, 43. Both extremely efficient nights. Yeah. And we'll get more into this game in more detail a little bit later in the show. But, uh, yeah, this was a 176-175 Kings win versus the Clippers. Kawhi had 44. Yeah, and the concern about this game is clearly, like, the Kings, I know, like, the defensive rating is, like, pretty good. But don't even talk. The defense was solid, bro. Okay, but you can't let up 175 points <laughs> or 176 until the defense is solid. Even if they're making tough shots. Like, the, sh- the shot making was incredible by, Ka- uh, by Kawhi specifically, but, yes, for sure. Like, the thing about the Kings is they're a very fast-break heavy team. Yeah, and come playoff time, that you, that doesn't work. Teams get back. We'll to see transition. though, man. They might be. They might change. Like they might be the team to be able to, you know, be just be able to outscore teams. They're getting swept by anyone because come playoff time, defense really matters, and it doesn't matter if their defense in the regular season is good. And teams are locking in because a lot of times gonna be half court, and I don't think the half court defense is good. I think they just got a lot of steals and in transition. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Like no one's gonna be sloppy in the playoffs. Yeah, when I was I watching, they might steal a win, but I think majority of the teams in the West will probably sweep. The inexperienced Kings in the first. Round. Yeah, I'll have to look into that a bit more matchup wise and everything. But yeah, definitely, definitely something to talk about later like, on. Maybe they play like Portland, they can get a win, they can win yeah. that series. But like, I don't I think, even want Portland to make the playoffs. I think some point. of these teams that are experienced, I think they're gonna absolutely. 
have their money with Sacramento. It's going to be an easy round for them. They're going to be four and out onto the next one, have a good break in between. So Yeah. And uh, our last key uh, stat line of the week, Clay Thompson, 42 points, going 12-17 from deep, again flirting with that 14 threes in a game record. He passes Curry and stands alone in NBA history with three games of 12 threes or more. I've been saying that's that low. Yeah, honestly, considering this year, there's been a lot of like 10-3 nights, but... No, isn't shouldn't Dame be tied there? I feel like Dame's had like 12 threes multiple times. I don't know, man. That's what that's what stack came up. Interesting. I think I th- I think Dame already has like two this season of 12 threes. So he has this the 71 point game, and then earlier this season he had another 12. Here, I'll I'll fact check 11. that. You uh, get on to the next stat um, there, and I'll. Uh... Yeah. So just quickly, uh, Miles Turner he had 40 and 10 with eight threes, and Halliburton had 22 and 14, and a loss to the Celtics in overtime. Uh, Jalen and Jason Tatum both dropped 30. Uh, that was obviously a good game. The Pacers falling off. They were able to stay healthy earlier. They could have still been that playoff run, but it looks like they're going towards the lottery at this point. Yeah, and I can't find it right off the bat, so I'll I'll try to look at that later. Um, Jokic, uh, probably three time MVP, who's going to get put yes. seventy five pick and rolls in the playoff game. <laughs> um, Jokic had twenty four, eighteen, and thirteen on eight of thirteen from the field, six of six from free. Uh, the free throw line at two or two from the three efficiency man uh, in a win versus the Cavs, which is quite insane because yeah, this guy took 13 shots and had 24. Yeah, man, he just plays at his, he decides what he wants to do on the court, man. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. He dominates the game, shooting 12 shots a night, shooting 68 percent from the field. I have a stat here. He didn't take a three for the three games before that. Didn't take one. Yeah, he goes out. He says, "Oh, you need me to go two for two from three? I'll go two of two from three. No problem." Yeah, he's it's a, insane. He's a bucket, man. It's he insane. Yeah, I swear he doesn't miss. Whenever he just does him, whatever he, he wants. He doesn't miss. He just does whatever he wants. He doesn't, he doesn't have bad games, really. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a Jokic game where it was like, oh, that was a terrible game from Nicole Yo, he'll Jokic. go 10-10-10 and 10, it'll be like the loudest triple double. Like, it'll be like quiet because he yeah. just does it naturally, but like he dominated, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joel Embiid, 27 and 19 rebounds and six blocks in a crazy win versus Memphis. You had James Harden diving on the floor in this game in, the, in clutch time. Uh, you had... Go ahead, buckets. You had crazy runs. I remember seeing Memphis being up a bit. I remember seeing Philly being up a bit. And wasn't it? There was a massive comeback too, wasn't it? Wasn't Memphis up like twenty in the first half? Maybe I'm, I'm not sure. sure. I'm pretty sure they were up like twenty five or something, and then uh, Philly came back and caught the dub mm-hmm. in Memphis too. It was on the road. Yeah. Uh, next up, Julius Randle goes for a career high and a win versus the Wizards. We'll talk about the Licks, the Knicks. Sorry, a little bit later on in the show. Uh, he had forty six. Yeah, he had forty six and a win versus the Wizards. Career high. And then my boy Yak Yak, that's what I'm calling him at this point. Just wanted to give him a little bit of shout out. Goes for Yakub Perto goes for 21 points, 18 rebounds, which is a career high in rebounds, three steals, and one block in 30 in 30 minutes versus the Pelicans. Ingram had 36 in this game. Raptors seven three in the last ten. Yeah, uh, they got a tough schedule coming up for the rest of the season, but uh, they are looking at least solidified in that play-in spot. And Bulls will keep in you guys' best player since trade away. Man, he's been great. He's been your guy's best. He's been great, man. In terms of consistency and everything. And defensive, like, he's changed our defense completely. It's awesome. Did you, you see rim Did you see Chris Boucher's dunk in this game? Yeah, the free throw line dunk. That was nuts. Yeah, it was random. That was so random. But he's a guy you can see that you can see that can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So lanky. Yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. He, um, he was literally nowhere near the rim when he dunked it. It was just his arms, like, reached up. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll go off to the first topic here. I'll start it off. Yep. I'm very excited. Playoff basketball is here, guys. It's here. It's now. I've never been more excited about basketball. It's my favorite time of the year, Josh. Yeah, this have, is the best time of the NBA season. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be a little better when uh, the actual playoffs start because it's just going to be more high stakes. Yeah, of um, course, was, playoff basketball is better. It's but... crazy because no team's actually clinched a playoff spot yet, officially. I feel like no, that would typically that. happen around right now. Usually, some teams have clinched it before. Close. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's how, like, now this is how competitive the league is right now. Yeah, I was that, thinking, though. Some, somehow, statistically, the Nuggets, um, Memphis, Celtics, Bucks could all statistically not make the playoffs. Let's see what happens. At least not make the play-in. Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, this is my be- favorite time of the year. Uh, there's about 20 games left. Uh, we got a boatload of great games this last week and a half, just to name a handful. Memphis 76ers. These are all within like about 10 points, 5 to 8 points uh, uh, results. Memphis versus Sixers. Thunder versus Jazz. That was an overtime game. Kings Clippers. Double overtime. Celtics Sixers. That was a Jason Tatum game winner. Suns Bucks. Lakers Mavs. Clippers Nuggets. Heat 76ers. These are all games that teams are coming in with a playoff mind. And also two games back to back where a full court shot was hit and it didn't count. Yeah. Two games. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, the Celtics Sixers. Joel Embiid hit one uh, right after the buzzer, and then the next night, Clippers Nuggets. Paul George hit one right after the buzzer, and it went to overtime. So, yeah, I'm I'm actually Insanity. I'm absolutely ecstatic. A lot of games are literally maker do or what do you call yeah, that do, do or, or die. die for a lot of teams, <laughs> uh, must wins, and it's insane. It's I was just say- seeding at this point. Like some some of the teams want the higher seed. So yeah, absolutely. Like the Sixers definitely want that three seed because they don't want have to play the Celtics That's, in the second round. We'll talk about that a little bit. Like I'll talk about that a little bit too. But uh, I don't think a team's going to hit 60 wins this year, man. I got the standings. I don't know if anyone's on. I think. I got standings right here. Bucks got 43. Celtics have 44. First. Yes, sir. Um, and then in the West, Nuggets have 43 as well. With 20 games left, 17 and 3. Any team's going to do it, it could be the Bucks, But I know the players are going to start resting soon. Yeah. All right. So we'll get on to... Uh, Next segment, their key games. Josh, you want to start us off? Yeah, so uh, key game, first key game for us, we have Denver and Cleveland. Uh, this was a 115-109 win for Denver. Um, Denver's fourth quarter defense, they played solid. Yeah, really solid. this has been a proven uh, throughout the year from them. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of analytics saying that their fourth quarter defense is actually pretty ridiculous. Uh, they lock up come the clutch time when uh, during the whole game, they don't seem that great defensively, but yeah. they come to play in the fourth. Um, Cavs, they continue competing with the best teams in the league. They they clearly look legit. Uh, their team, I think, that can get hot in the playoffs. They can easily come out the East, I think. Um, obviously, I think there will be a, probably a lot of Game 7s, but I think they're, they're a team that matches up with pretty much all the top dogs in the East. In my opinion, they have a lot of size. Uh, two, probably one of the best backcourts in the league as well with Don Green yeah, and Darius Garland. Yeah, absolutely. So if that team gets hot and they lock in on, in the playoffs, they can they can go on a deep run. Yeah, my only concern for the Cavs, though, is that uh, my stat here, Cavs are 24th in clutch offense, which I believe is um, last five minutes within, like, five points. Yeah. And I just think they rely too much on Donovan Mitchell. I don't think they have a second, like, all-star type score. I think Garland can be that, but I, I don't think it's consistent Garland's enough. all-star last year, no? No, I mean, like, scoring-wise, I think he averages, like, what, 18 to 21 a game. I don't think he has that necessarily like dog mentality to get a bucket in the game. I don't know if he can. He's still really young. Uh, I think I think, he, I think that's their that's their only concern going into the playoffs. I think it's just like Donovan Mitchell's been so elite this year that they just say like give the ball to Donovan, everyone move out the way because he's been so good. Yeah, but it's year. possible that he has he's an been off the best night. Two guard in the league, I think this year. Yeah, probably consistently throughout the whole year. Devin Booker was out for a long time. Yeah, Shea's the only guy really close to him, I'd say. And he's like a point guard. Yeah, I mean Giddy's been playing the one for the majority of the year, so yeah, I'd say Shea's like. Solidified two at this point in his career, but Word, yeah, yeah. Outside those three, there's no one really. 
Clay's been having a sneaky, really good Jaylen season. Brown? Yeah. We're calling him a two. Yeah, but uh, that is my uh, one concern about the Cavs. Uh, and just a note here as well, their best lineup has three non-shooters in Mobley, Jared Allen, and I'm guessing that would be Okoro for defensive okay. purposes. But Mobley can step out and shoot the three. He he's he's probably year. shooting one and a half threes a game. But as long as he shoots them, man, this is literally the problem. Ben Simmons doesn't shoot them, and that's yeah. his problem. He will step out. He's still a non-shooter, though. He can no, knock it down. But... He can knock it down. Yeah. I'm more confident with him shooting the ball than some other guys in the league, so. Yeah, fair um, enough. No, I fully agree though. That's definitely a problem for them. But the other thing is, is like at points in the game, like Mobley's playing the five, Allen's coming off the bench, and they have another shooter. Um, I honestly didn't like them giving up Kevin Love. I think he was a good un- like piece off the bench, but he kind of they f- they lock they want to lock in defensively, and yeah. he's he's too old for that. All right, on to the game of the week. Probably my favorite game I've ever watched all time. Game of the year, to be honest. This, this was game. insane. Clippers one seventy five, Kings one seventy six, and a double overtime loss. I won some money on this game. I bet a uh, fourth quarter, uh, first quarter ending under uh, Clippers not getting 41 points in the first. They ended with 40 on Kawhi, uh, jumper with like 0.2 seconds left. I was like, damn. All right. Anyways, this is the second highest scoring game in NBA history. Uh, first half was 80 to 76, and end of regulation was 153 to 153. Absolutely insane. This was also Westbrook's debut. Kawhi bot was also back. Uh, and yeah, it was crazy. It, this was absolutely insane. I don't know if you watched this game or the highlights or anything, but I definitely go recommend that. The shot making was insane. The um, the comebacks were insane from the King side specifically. They were down fourteen at one point. They were down six in double overtime. It was insane. Yeah, it's uh, like I was saying earlier, though, it's just like you can't ever let this happen. Yeah, you can it, like it doesn't matter how good the shot making was. You can't. <laughs> the you Kings can. The Kings can do that, and they will do that. The Clippers can't. That that's not a good look for the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. Especially because they're like known as a pretty de- solid defensive team with like Kawhi PG. That's what I'm saying. That maybe the Kings can change no. playoff basketball. <laughs> Anyways, uh, main storyline of this game: Westbrook guys debut. Quite a game for a debut, in my opinion. He goes for 17 points, 14 assists, and in my opinion, he was really he looked really tamed in a way. Like he really. Decided to play at his own pace. He was uh, mostly looking for other guys in their spots, looking for Paul George. Paul George was playing his best basketball in his career when he was on OKC with Westbrook, MVP yeah. candidate. Uh, like I said, 14 assists, that's crazy. He could have had more. Um, and yeah, 17 points. The only thing that I said was just like this, he still had reckless turnovers, you know, just really unforced turnovers won. from Westbrook. And that's won. what I'm worried about the clip, uh, him on the Clippers going down the stretch. But hopefully Ty Lu can, uh, you know, uh, really keep them accountable and sub them out when that's happening. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's just going to be easier for them in the playoffs because, like, when the game slows down, a lot of their plays are just going to be, like, Westbrook dribbling up the court and just getting it to PG or Kawhi's spot and let them work. That's what he was doing um, amazing in this game. So I think that's going to kind of be it. Like, they have a way better structured offense than the Lakers did when Russ was still there. Mm-hmm. Um, So I think it's going to be easier for him once he gets more adapted to it because I think, obviously, moving from, like, the Lakers and their weird weird um offense going to a clippers that have a really sound offense in my opinion where it's they like do. pretty basic motions and just like getting guys to their spots it's going to be a lot easier for them to play it out where yeah. the lakers are kind of just like russ go do whatever you want and please just get us buckets and then, that's what they that's what the lakers need them yeah, to do though yeah but at least like the, the clippers could still have them to do that but if they No that's what I'm saying the clippers don't it, need him to do that which no, is but great if the, if the Clippers need him to. They can still do that, and he can just like entry pass, cut, yeah, stuff like that. But the Lakers it was literally just like they they didn't have an offense. Yeah, they still don't really. But 
Yeah, so the main reason why the Clippers lost this game was they had five turners, turnovers in their last six possessions. Uh, Kings came back down 10 within the last, like, four and a half minutes. Uh, that was just lackadaisical passes from Paul George, cross-court and everything. Uh, and King, Kings took advantage of that. And I just want to talk, lastly, about the Clippers' depth. I think they're literally 12 deep, which is insane. Yeah. I'll name their bench players right now. Uh, Norman Powell, I think he's solidified sixth man of the year at this point. He's averaging uh, 19 points. Uh, they got Plumlee, Terrence Mann, Eric Gordon, Batum, who Batum had like six threes in this game. I mean, everyone had like 20 points in this game. But anyways, Covington's still there. That's That was what? One, two, three, seven names off your bench Yeah, that are NBA players. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, all right, let's uh, get on to our next team. Our next game, uh, sorry. 76ers-Celtics, this is the game we were mentioning earlier where Joan Beat unfortunately had a crazy football shot that did not count, but <laughs> that was uh, crazy. Celtics 110, 76ers 107. Uh, Jason Tatum hit the go-ahead bucket at the end of the game. Game winner with a couple seconds left. Yeah, <clears throat> so wild game. This is going to be a series that if this, we might, we're probably going to see at some point in the playoffs. Yeah, this was... Uh, probably second round, I think, if it's, they stay 1-4. I guess they're 2-3 now, so we'll see them second round regardless. Yeah, the uh, Celtics are solidified in that 1-2 spot. The 76ers have dropped down to like four or five games behind that one or two suit where they were kind of chasing it a couple weeks ago when they were going on their crazy run. Um, I mean, they can still get it because the Celtics, like they beat them and then they lost our next game, I'm pretty sure, against like a pretty bad team. Yeah, uh, the Knicks. Um, They just lost to the Knicks. Okay, the Knicks are solid. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, this was an Al Horford game. He had four threes in the third quarter alone. Celtics were up 10 uh, midway through the fourth. And there was a lot of comebacks in this game as well. Embiid uh, had 41. And I just put this as a key game because this is two top teams in the East. And we like seeing competition and a this potential like Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, no, second round if they're sitting at 2-3. Yeah. If they say 2, it'll be second round. But mm-hmm. um, no, this one was definitely it felt like a playoff atmosphere just because they're probably going to meet in the playoffs at some point. So everyone was super excited. I think this was probably their last meeting of the year. I think they've already played their other three games. So uh, this is going to be an exciting one. I love watching this matchup because both teams kind of, they get after it in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. You had James Harden diving. In the floor. No, that was the Memphis game. Sorry. Yeah. But uh, they've been James doing Brown well. Brown also had a nasty crossover on P.J. Tucker. And I don't know if I've ever seen P.J. Tucker get across. I was shocked. That nasty <laughs> pullback. And P.J. just kept going. And yeah. Jalen Brown just, Ooh. P.J. Tucker had a 17 rebound game this week. Needs to do, man. That's go, crazy. Go, he doesn't want to rebound the ball. He's got to go do That's it. That's crazy. So. All right, I'll let the um, next one up to you. This is your team yeah, crazy uh, game. Lakers, we've been we've been hooping. Not gonna lie, we're playing the Grizzlies right now. I'm actually gonna get the score because I want to know what that one was. Yeah. Um, uh, we're down four to the Grizzlies, which kind of sucks. Um, Almost out of the third. Yeah, we were up three and a half, so it's a close one. No Braun, obviously. Um, so yeah, Lakers came back against the Mavs. We were down 27 at one point, which was largest comeback of this season. Uh, yeah, it was actually fun. In, uh, was in the NBA. Of LeBron and AD talking, and they were, like, shocked because they came back, and then the next game they were up, like, 25 or something. And AD's like, bro, we got 25 right now. <laughs> like, they were shocked. This feels been, good. Bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Jared Vanderbilt, uh, been solid addition to the team. Started this uh, game. Been, uh, yeah. Looks like he's I probably going to be there. I think he's been uh, officially been our new starting four. Yep. Um, 15, 17 boards, four steals. He guarded Luca a lot, which is that's huge. Cr- fifteen and seventeen. That's gotta be in stat line of the week. We we need well, no, Damian Lowe had seventy one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, um, but he's definitely up there. Uh, he guarded Luca a lot, which is huge because the Lakers had no defense earlier in the year, and now we have quite a few solid defenders outside of AD. Mm-hmm. Um, he held players three and eleven. He was guarding in five turnovers. AD had thirty, which is huge. Uh, quick note on the maps: they're three and three now with Kyrie. 
are they any better? Playoff time, yes. Right now, I don't think so. I think it's, yeah, they gave up quite a bit in terms of just like depth and defense. But, yeah. Come playoff time, they'll, um, it'll be better for them, I Because they're riding a three-game win streak, uh, looking to make it four tonight versus the Grizzlies. And we're one game back from the Pelicans. I think now we're they at two. are. I feel so bad for them. Pelicans are at uh, 30 wins. Lakers are 20. 30 and 31 Pelicans, which is crazy to think. 30 and 32 now. I was watching a podcast. The, I, was, I was just looking at the standings. The Magic have four less wins than the Pelicans. The Pelicans were in the first seed of the West like two months ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so we're one game back from the Pelicans. And then, Absurd. Uh, we're actually only two and a half games back from the sixth seed. Yeah. Which is absolutely wild. And three and a half from five, which is like, that's pushing it. But... um. Lakers, you know, we get the double against the Grizzlies tonight. We kind of keep rolling. Our schedule gets a little easier as the, the weeks go on. Yeah. Uh, we have a few key games that are... A lot of key games. You, half of your games, you play, like, teams that are, like, in that mix with you of, like, being just around 500, so, like, yeah. not very good teams. But half of your next, like, 15 games are up against teams that you're competing with. OKC, Pelicans, Jazz, people yeah. of uh, that that uh, category. Yeah, so... uh there's got a lot of work cut out from them. Obviously, it sucks that we started 1-10 on the year because if we literally won five of those games, uh, we would be in, like, the seventh seed. So, um, yeah. And also, <laughs> Two seed. also at the start of January when uh, we literally got robbed of, like, four games in a row, that also would have been helpful. But it would have been helpful, yeah. So, uh, let us know what you guys think about the key games. Uh, any takes you guys have on all these crazy games on the playoff basketball that's happening now and uh, what you guys want to see for the last 20 games of the season. But going on from the hardest schedule here, uh, about – you're saying the Lakers schedule. We'll move on to our next topic here. I saw a post from NBA In Depth on Instagram. Shout out to them. They bring a lot of good content on Instagram, a lot of a lot of analytical stuff that not a lot of people are doing that, and it's really fun to see. Uh, he made a top 10 hardest schedules for the rest of the season based on teams' combined win percentage. So basically add up the rest of your schedule, divide that by how many games and all their win percentages of uh, for the season so far, and then that who that's who has the hardest season so far. So we got Sixers in the first for the hardest schedule remaining the season. Clippers, Hawks, Kings, Raptors, Suns, Nets, Knicks, Heat, Celtics. Do you have any? Do you have any? What are your main thoughts when you first hear that? Do you think this matters at all? Matters. For teams um, like the Hawks, the Raptors, like when you when you're just fighting to stay in the play-in and you have a really hard schedule coming up, not good. Yeah. Um, they gotta be playing their best basketball of the year, and you gotta go on that run. Uh, Knicks, I'm not concerned about since training for Josh Hart. They are four and zero. Six and zero. Six and zero. Yeah. Six and zero since training um, for Josh Hart. Insanity. They've been one of the best teams since. Uh, Lin Sanity, man. Um, Hawks, obviously, a bit concerning. They're getting a new coach, so there's gonna be a lot of changes there going into the playoffs, which is an interesting time, in my opinion, to make the change. But, yeah. Uh, you it wasn't should have done it seemed it needed. Yeah. Seem needed for sure. I know, but they should have done it earlier, man. You have 20 games left in the season. You're going to try and bring Quinn Snyder in, who's very defensive heavy. When he was in the Jazz, they had a lot of seasons where they're like top five in defense. They had, like, they had a lot of seasons where they're top five in defense and, and offense. offense. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of changes in Atlanta. And I don't think he has the personnel really to do what he's known for doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to kind of see how that plays out. Really interesting. Hawks are, uh, are doing all right right now. I think. They've they're one two in a row. So you know, since firing their coast, not bad. Uh, my key thoughts here, yeah, like you said, I have the Hawks, the Raptors highlighted here. Nets, Nets are sitting at what fifth and six in the East now, thirty four and twenty six. The Raptors are four games behind them at nine seed. I really see them falling down to the eight seed. I thought they were gonna 
be at least the seventh seed with how solid they're looking, but they scored 87 points against the Chicago Bulls. Bro, that game was wild. I was shocked. <laughs> the Bulls usually lose to like bad teams on paper. And they they scored the Bulls blew them up by like 40. Yeah, they scored 87 points. Up. It was crazy. The bro. Clippers had that at halftime. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I have the Raptors highlight, of course, as well. And I have the Kings. The Kings need to grind out every game. The West is very tight. And if they have a hard schedule cut up, they, they've won three in a row and they've clearly solidified themselves as one of the better team in the West. But with the Suns getting KD back this week, the Clippers have lost two overtime games. So I could have gone either way. And then the Mavs as well are three games back. So you have a bit of a cushion, but the Kings definitely want to keep home court coming to playoff time. Yeah. I mean, they definitely want to be lighting the beam come playoff time, but yeah. You're on the road. You're not going to be lighting the beam for the first two games. Play them. Yeah, and then the last teams there are just the Knicks. Uh, I think they've proven that they're a playoff team in the East. I don't think they have much to worry about. They can compete with everybody. Uh, the Heat, they just have to make the play-in. It's been an underwhelming te- a season for them so far. So as long as they make the play-in, yeah, it'll play-in? be solid. Uh, yeah, there's seven right now. Oh, damn. They were higher up earlier this year. Uh, yeah, uh, and they're also... They're, 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 I think, I think they're going to clinch six, I think. Maybe, yeah. Unless the Hawks or Raptors come, uh, come yeah. there. Let's go Raptors. Yeah, and then the Celtics, they're the best team in the league all season. They don't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, to wrap up the discussion of NBA in the last week, uh, quick topics. I got, we got like we were talking about before. Yeah, Knicks, Knicks on a high. But a lot of highs, a lot of lows this season for the Knicks. So don't get you too excited, Josh. 10, ten win streak, 10 loss streak. Yeah. Right now, they're on a six-game win streak. They're undefeated since Josh Hart uh, got his reunion with Jalen Brunson, their all-star guard. Well, should have been all maybe all should have been all star guard. They've had wins against the Celtics, Hawks, Nets, and Jazz, all solid teams. They're blowing some of these teams out by twenty. They just blow the Celtics by like eighteen or something like that. Yeah. Uh, they're sitting at fifth in the East at thirty six and twenty seven, three games behind Cleveland for fourth. Yeah. So that that uh that five to three seed, the Cavs are tied with uh, Philly. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a close, right there. Like, it's gonna be very close. Gonna be close. Like, even. Even like one two one two is is solidified. I'm not gonna lie, they they've been looking a little shaky, bro. Tatum's been looking shaky. Yeah, he had two games under 20 points in a row. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I think they're solidified one two for sure. Time scares Jason Tatum. Yeah, I like these boys. I onto the next one. Chris Dunn, the Jazz man. They traded all their depth. They go to go sign. They signed uh, who's the Lakers guy? Damian Damian Jones, center. Sign him. Sign Chris Dunn, former lottery pick. Yeah. Out of the league. I, th- I forgot what this guy. Three? I think he was fifth. I think he was fifth. Uh, he's uh, doing well in the Jazz. He's averaging 10 points and five assists since signing there. He's playing a lot of minutes. And like I said, they trade a bunch of guys, and they got a bunch of guys back. Yeah. And they're just the epitome of role players. I don't know if epitome is bad. They're the perfect example, let's say that, of role players, you know, guys just playing basketball, and they're a 500 team, and I think they'll stay there and get a playing spot. And you want to get our next one? Uh, yeah, so Milwaukee now has the longest win streak uh, this season at 14, which is quite crazy because before it was like, what, like 10 or 8 or something? No, it's 12 from the Nets with KD. Yes. Like um, then Drew Holiday. He's showing he's, his all-star. Yeah, I think he's earned his all-star. Yeah. Um, obviously, he came from the longest drought of not being an all-star. 10 seasons. First, yeah. And he had 40, 40 ball, 30 ball, and obviously he's one of the best defensive perimeter players in the league. Maybe the, probably the best defensive guard in the league. Yeah. Do you think he has a case yeah. for clutch player of the year? 100%. He makes a lot of clutch stops. Um, he and a lot of clutch behind the backward shots. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I was about to say, the signature shot is his back, behind the backward shot. We need to have 
it'll be tough to make that count, but you know there's like a wedgie tracker. You could do a yeah. Drew Holiday behind the backboard tracker. Yeah, I feel like I always see his highlight whenever he does it. Yeah, I think he's it's a step back, mid range, behind the backboard. Yeah, and he hints it. He hints it every time. Yeah, matter. and now the Milwaukee Bucks have taken over the one seed. My prediction: we gotta go do that sometime soon. Next few weeks, go over old predictions yeah, from beginning of the season. That'll be really fun. And I think th- my East is pretty good so far. Yeah. Do you want to, uh, anything else you noticeable in uh, um, before we get into Cherry Sharp report? No, I think it's just kind of like some of these teams just kind of has to lock in and grind out the rest of the season until you kind of clinch your spot in the playoffs because, yeah. like I said, as of right now, no one's officially clinched the playoff spot. That, um, I'm sure that happens in the next few games. Even dude, even in the West, the Warriors are creeping up on teams. Yeah. They're over 500 now. What's their 5-5 five and five of the last 10? Still no Curry. back from four. Yeah. The Warriors could, could be a nightmare matchup for the first. And they have no Curry still. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's get into Cherry Shot Report. This is the uh, NBA's news on and off the court in the last week and a half in case you guys missed it. Uh, we got a decent amount of stuff. It's unfortunately mostly injury-ridden, but uh, we'll get into it. So Hawks, of course, we talked about today. Quinn Schneider signed a four-year, really big contract. I don't have the number in front of me, but it was a uh, he's getting paid for the Hawks. Signed a four-year deal there, four or five years. Sorry, I don't have the number. Uh, since firing Nate, McMill- Nate McMillan, the Hawks are averaging about 120 points. So their pace is up. They averaged 114 the year before that. And uh, they're looking better. They they're looking like they play at a faster pace. Uh, Trey Young's looking a little bit more unlocked, and their vibes are good right now, which is weird because their vibes have been very bad throughout the whole season. Yeah, um, I think that's just people haven't been happy. They have a lot of people coming in and out of the lineup constantly. Yeah, and uh, Trey Young actually hit a game winner the other day against the Nets. So yeah, that was nice. He timed that one perfectly uh, mid range. Uh, we got Durant's return. This is gonna be tomorrow versus the Hornets. I'm sure this is gonna be very minute restricted. But uh, we're gonna see that new look, new look Suns with Kevin Durant tomorrow. That's yeah, crazy. I mean, he'll probably only play like twenty twenty five minutes, but if that, yeah. It'll be uh, interesting to see kind of how they like Monty Williams is one of the better coaches in the league, so they'll find a way to balance him and Devin Booker. But it'll be interesting to kind of see how that plays out with them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't think I think about it. has Jay Crowder played for the Bucks yet? Yep. I didn't look at any stats, but anyways, uh, next up we got Hornets shut down Melo for the rest of the season. Lamelo fractures his right ankle, which seemed about for the twentieth time this season. This yeah, is his other ones were like slight, sprains. like slight sprains, but this um, is a fracture. No, uh, this is good though because I watched the replay of him hurting his ankle, and it looked to me it looked like a torn Achilles. Oh, it could come down on his leg, yeah. Well, just because he like stepped, and then all of a sudden you just see his, like it was like the Kevin Durant thing where he just kind of like did a move, and then never seen someone. All of a sudden he just kind of falls down. And then never seen like, oh, no. Kevin Durant with a shot. I've never seen someone t- like fracture their ankle crossing someone up. No, Kevin Durant was a hezzy. Oh, okay, right. I thought it was right, right after his jump shot. No, he literally went hezzy, and, and then and they pulled up, up but it was. Oh, you see the video the there where the thing like shakes. Woo, that was gross. My concern right away was like, no, did he really? Tears Achilles because like that would suck for a young like stud. Yeah, like they're going full. Uh, they seen they seen they they were Hornets five game win streak and they said Melo, go get hurt, go get hurt, man. Um, he's been hooping. He was yeah, hooping. He's, people hate on the Melo ball. But no, he's man, nice. He's disgusting. Yeah, he's he at is. like six threes a day he in that. Will be thick, a champion. Mark my words. He will be a champion. He's good. All right, next up, do you want me to talk about this one or you? I can talk about it. Uh, LeBron <laughs> James is out. Uh, he's gonna be reevaluating two weeks. He's out for an indefinite amount of time. Um, he went down with an injury, right foot injury, in the Mavericks game. The way he came down, it. yeah. Um, but when he went down, he said he heard it pop. Yes. So we don't know what popped. We know it's a foot injury. Um, he's gonna be out for two weeks. Kind of sucks for the Lakers because they 
need him to make this playoff push at the moment. We're now down 10 with not 10 minutes to go. That's not good. Yeah. You guys got the uh, Grizzlies. Uh, oh, sorry. I thought that was a Lakers schedule. But um, anyways, you're going to need to see that MVP AD that we saw in December there. He's trying to play better. He has eight points a half. He has 22 now, so that's good. Yeah, you're going to need to see 35 and 15 from AD every night. And you don't have D'Lo either. I don't know what his status is. He should be coming back pretty soon. Uh, But yeah, you guys are going to need to play nicely. All right, we'll wrap this up because uh, for time-wise, uh, a nice sneaky signing for the Raptors. Uh, Wizards buyout veteran guard Will Barton. Raptors sign him. I'm not sure what the contract is. I couldn't find any of the information. But we get him for we get him for the rest of the season coming into playoffs. Uh, he's a streaky guy. He averaged eight points in about 20 minutes this season on 38% from three with the Wizards. I think it's a great signing. Uh, he can be a rotational guy. Hopefully he can lock in a little bit defensively and knock down some shots for us. Uh, next, we got New Orleans woes. The season just yeah. keeps getting worse and worse. Jose Alvarado reevaluated in three weeks. One of their key guys, defensive, defensive guy. He's the heart of the team. Um, he's out for three weeks at least. That's crazy with a right tibia injury. Larry Nance, another key rotational guy for them, out for two weeks at least with a left ankle sprain. And I don't know at this point if they're going to make the play in. I don't think so. That's uh, crazy. Zion comes back like right towards the end of the the stretch, but I don't think there's any. I haven't seen him. any news, man. Um, yeah. Uh, while Josh looks it up, uh, random fact: Cleveland Brown owner J.D. Haslam, Haslam agrees to buy twenty-five percent of the Bucks. So one hour ago, Zion Williams injury update: Pelicans forward to get new imaging done on uh, hamstring next week. That doesn't mean anything. So pretty much, he is. There's no timetable. Yes. So, uh, so my thing is, as I've been saying about this dude, is he needs to lose weight and learn how to play basketball, not above the rim all the time, because that's how he gets hurt. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. Bucks have a twenty five percent new owner. Shout out that guy. As if twenty five percent is only is three point five. No, twenty five. No, the full evaluation is three point five billion oh, for the okay. Bucks, and he bought twenty five percent of that. Um, shout out that guy. Now owns a part of an NFL NFL team and an NBA team. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, so that's gonna be it, guys. Yeah. We're pretty excited. Uh, this is our live stream weekly show. We're gonna be doing this every week. Um, thanks for tuning in. If you guys did, and we'll catch you guys next time. We got. Our question and answer video coming out. We'll probably film uh, this weekend. Yeah, Saturday. We're gonna we're gonna regret that later on, but uh, we'll be good. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, catch us next time. We're Freeze on Extended. Peace out. And everyone, it's Josh from Freeze on Extended here. I just want to say thank you so much for watching. Me and Andrew are currently on the road to 50 subs, so make sure you click right here to subscribe and click the bell for post notifications so you can see when we post our videos. Click right here for our last video. And make sure you stay tuned because we got lots of content coming your guys' way. And everyone, have a good one. Peace.